pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. There's no judgment here on what time it is. <laughs> and join us for the Real Laughs and Unreal Estates podcast. We are your hosts, Louise James and Trisha Zimmerling. Real estate is something we've all dreamt about, whether it's that multi-million dollar listing or it's that horrible experience you've encountered that gives you nightmares at night. Well, we are going to spill all the beans on the stories we've experienced and our coworkers have. We are bringing you the easy vibes and infectious laughter that makes the most daunting stories feel like a walk in the park. But not only that, we are entrepreneurs by day and also moms by night. People hear realtor and assume we're bathing in money and living that selling sunset lifestyle. <laughs> well, we're going to give you the down and dirty of what that actually looks like, because that's not the case. <laughs> it's like HGTV met a stand-up comedy show with a spicy conversation thrown in for good measures. So if you want to see the real side of being a business owner and the unreal side of how to get there, then you've come to the right spot. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, <laughs> Is that what's in yours? What's in yours? <laughs> Give me some of that. <laughs> so we are going to talk about today. Real estate commission. Yes. Because you know we make too much money. Yeah, that's what we were told multiple times. And yeah. the reason why I said that we wanted this is there's like a huge lawsuit going on in Ontario yeah. over real estate commissions. And then it's also the biggest hurdle of question, like things that we get asked yeah. is on commissions. That's the like biggest the most thing. awkward topic. Yep. So I absolutely hate that conversation. It's so awkward. I have, yeah, it's interesting. And obviously there's, and we can get into this, there's different options like there's been like the comfrey the purple brick the, yeah the, what was the last one? i don't even know the name of it anymore know. that one like offered that says no realtor commissions and stuff like that but yep. they're not around anymore mm-hmm. we'll probably see. is that last one gone whatever yeah. that name is it's yeah. gone yeah oh okay so it's there is... so funny my parents have a house on their street that unfortunately was a shithole yeah and that's how i know because they went through all of them oh, not comfrey sorry <laughs> but they went through all of them and the sign kept changing and all of a sudden the last sign went down and I was like, oh, and then that's whenever it was literally like yeah. a couple of days later, it got released that they went bankrupt. And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> or like closed down. Sorry, I shouldn't say bankrupt. I'm making an assumption there. I think it was. but I don't Yeah. Know. Yeah. But yeah. Realtor commissions is something that's very, very controversial. And it's different in every single province in Canada. It is. Yeah. I think we're the lowest paid. We are. Across Canada, right? Yeah. Well, across... Well, the U.S. too. I mean, they're making tons of money down there. But yeah. we, yeah, we're the lowest paid. Yeah. And yet we still. And we have the lowest average house price. Yeah. Lowest average house yeah. price, lowest paid commission. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So first thing, if you guys, because the new episodes of Selling Sunset are on Netflix <laughs> right now. And they put on there that they made like $250,000 oh, yeah, right. commission or something like that. So first thing, something that's really funny is I'm pretty sure Vancouver has higher house prices than the areas that they're selling it in there, which is in California. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Vancouver's house prices are actually okay. higher, but that is like absolutely absurd, that commission. I know. Like you make that. But I heard that they only sell one or two houses. Yeah. I told you that. A year. There's yeah. There's a lot going on on social media that talks about yeah, how many I've... houses they sell. Yeah. So, okay. So in real estate. 
they, this is what I was told whenever I started, which I feel like is kind of similar. So they see that the average commission per deal, and this is average, so obviously this fluctuates, is about $6,000 per deal yeah. for an agent. So if you put this into retrospect and you are trying to put a roof over your head, mm-hmm. how many, like you have to close so many deals. If you're closing, getting $6,000 per deal, you have to close so many deals. But we're not even getting 6000 No, that's the other thing that people don't understand. They think it's 6000 or 8000 or whatever your commission is. We get it all. Totally. No. Okay, let's, before we even go into that, let, let's first talk about what realtors do to deserve it. Because I feel like if, and we, you and I both know, there's a lot of awful realtors out there. Yeah. Like, we know that. It's just like any industry. You unfortunately Absolutely. have the bad teachers, you have bad lawyers, you have bad whatever. Like, yeah. there's just some people that if you had that experience, it's tainted it for you. Right. So we get it. We respect your opinion on it. And we also don't agree that everyone earns their commission. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But if you are working with a real estate agent and you do not feel like they are earning their commission, you should not be working with them. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I I agree. Like we hustle. We work our asses off for our commission. And we're working long, long days, right? Mm-hmm. 12 hours a day, mm-hmm. 10 hours a day. Yeah. You know, we're working the long, long hours. We never stop. No, you know, exactly. Middle of the night, you wake up and you're thinking, oh, I got to do that. I had a client text me on the weekend <laughs> till 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. I didn't oh, respond because yeah. I was fast asleep, but I was like. I've had people do that. Yes. Text me 11 yes. o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night. 100%. Can we go see this one tomorrow morning? Yeah, <laughs> totally. So first things, that's it. We're like on call 24-7. Yep. And then also we have Michaela, who also is on call 24-7, it feels like, right? too, even though I tell her not to be. She still is texting super early that night. I like that she's up late because her and I are up late all the time. I know, you guys always are responding. I'm like getting into bed. I'm like, what the fuck? Who is blowing up my now and it's both of you guys like no if i respond right now it's not gonna make sense no because you text in the morning then and i'm just like my eyes aren't even open yet and it's like i usually text early morning yeah yeah so yeah we work like crazy hours but also so on the buying end too like you are paying for the knowledge that we have Mm -hmm. Um, experience and the experience the customer service a real estate agent well, and these are our values too, is that they're not there to necessarily, they're not there to sell you on a house. We're obviously there to find you a house or to like sell your house. Right. But we are there to negotiate and to sell your house for the best dollar amount in your favor, but we're there to negotiate it with the other side. That's where the selling comes into it is what we're doing on the other side of things, Yeah. which is where that expertise comes in. And then also the pricing. I have had Joe Blow paint like this past year. I unfortunately had a seller who I came in with a market evaluation. I showed all of my data to show where it came in at. And they just had an agent who pulled a number out of their ass and it was $45,000 high. Wow. And I asked them, I was like, so where did, did they show you what they were looking at? Like, I just, I can't even, com- like, I can't even comprehend listing your house that high. Yeah. Like, if you want, I, like, I'm not an agent that will ever lose it. Like I don't, if someone wants to list that high, I'll say yes, but I'll get it in writing the number that I told them and that they have to be willing to drop to that number in a certain time frame. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they said, they're like, no, the agent is like when we were leaving, like we had a good chat with them. And 
I was like, so what, like, as they were leaving, they didn't tell us a number. And I was like, so what should we list our house at? And they just like pulled it out of their butt before they left and threw a number <laughs> out there. And like, what? Yeah. No, I know it. That is very, very important. Your pricing. It has to be on point. Yeah. You have to price it right. 100%. And if we have the data to, to back that up, mm-hmm. we have to stay within that. Yes. You know, if you go over, you're just going to sit on the market. And then it's going to get old and people are going to think there's something wrong with it. And yeah, then your home doesn't sell. Yep. And eventually you come down to the number 100%. that we said it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other thing too is marketing. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you'd said this to me or not, but there was something, it was like, there was this sign, Frick, where was it that we were at? It was like, if you want a listing team, don't call me. If you want a selling team, call me. Or something like oh, that for a okay. listing. You know, no, like, I heard that. That's so good because, yeah. yeah, like you're not going with a realtor just to list it. You're going yeah. with them for the ability to sell. Yeah. And for me, like, so I went to Nate prior to becoming a real estate agent and did my marketing diploma. And that is like one of my favorite parts because, and especially Yes, COVID. you're very, very good at marketing. Thank you. But it's just, it's all about how you attract the buyer or you the how the house is attracted to you too you know and if you don't like if you have an agent coming in who isn't doing the proper marketing isn't getting the proper reach like since covid like yes i mean back however many years ago newspaper like having your house the newspaper was a big thing i don't know one person who has picked up the newspaper and like maybe yes maybe maybe baby boomers are still looking at the newspaper but typically they're on their last house already yeah typically speaking so making sure the marketing's good so that you're getting like the broadest reach online yeah. is very important because like we have said in past like the weather is that no, it was past in the past episode is that people are coming in from out of province and a lot of them are getting a flight to come here. Yeah. If they like your house online. Absolutely. So I mean, you just had that. Yes. He flew in the guy flew in. Two. The- I've had two. No, three deals in the past this fall. Yeah. That they did that. Why in the next day, look at it. They usually buy quick. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're under the gun, but like they are trusting the marketing. And if your marketing's good enough to get them there, then that is your agent that you want to be with. Absolutely. Because like we both do professional photos, professional videos, everything. Drones. Yeah. Everything. We cover it all in that. Like, and all the social media. And all the social media and all the internet marketing. I'm getting you on TikTok soon. <laughs> yeah i don't know it's just there's a lot of effort and like background time that goes into it and then that's once again like you said that's knowledge and expertise and so you're paying for that to happen and then the other thing too is just like in the listing end of it is your listing team it's like like dealing with agents doing the feedback making sure we're like organized just everything like that Mm -hmm. is hard Mm-hmm. it's hard it takes a lot of time I had a client actually she's, she's a good friend of mine too she had listed and I had she was just in a in a crunch it was just a she had a she had to move for her kids um just a situation that came up and so we had worked out a deal that she would tackle all the schedulings of showings and the realtors and everything like that and she like paid for all the marketing and she did everything and I would just got into it at the paperwork time once they received an offer. And she has told me to this day that she would never fucking do my job 
and never in her life would she ever she's like it was not worth the amount of money she saved to have to handle all of the stress that she had doing that she's like, there's I a had, lot yeah she's like when you like agreed to doing that she's like i was like oh my god yes this is so worth it and she's like never ever ever again that was bullshit yeah yeah she just hated it she's like i did not realize the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes the amount of paperwork the amount of planning mm-hmm. the social media part yeah and then you have the you know the photographer the videographer the drone all of that and sometimes you know you lose you're losing that money completely if you you know the listing doesn't sell and you're <laughs> losing that that's money put out yeah, that's time that you spend and you don't get paid. So thankfully, that doesn't happen to us very often. No, it's very rare. But yes, you do. You put that money out. You expect to be, you know, compensated for that. Yeah. But when we look at the actual commission, if you were to break it down, that's 6000 I mean, you've got brokerage fees. You've yeah. got real estate dues. You've got your videographer and photographer. Oh, okay. You've got your marketing. Yeah. So by the time that we get oh you got the tax man forgot yeah. about him mm-hmm. by the time that we look at that six thousand i mean we are maybe making two out of that yeah right? yeah it's a huge amount so i guess this is like a good way to like jump into it is that when you're a real estate agent you cannot just be like Woo, i'm a real estate agent on my own like i'm licensed like yeah. i'm just trisha zimbling brokerage you have to have all your licenses in place so you we only have a residential because that is just our niche we like doing residential but if you want to have your own brokerage, you have to do residential, commercial, rural, and rural is agriculture. So we can do country acreages, residential, yeah, yeah, but just not agriculture. And then they also have to get their broker license, yeah. which all of that is a crap ton of money. Yes. And then you have to open your own brokerage, which is another set of fees. So yeah. to be a real estate agent, you have to be with a brokerage. So whenever you get licensed, it's not necessarily brokerages interviewing you. You go and interview like all of these brokerages yeah. to see who you want to go with, to see the fee structure that's in place, all of this stuff, the support, everything. Yeah. And yeah, it's expensive. Like some of the brokerages, I remember when I started out, they charged $1,500 a month, whether you made a deal or not, mm-hmm. on top of an amount off of my commission. Yeah. And I was like, so that means, because like when you first start, Typically, you don't get a paycheck for about six months. Yeah. So that means that you're in the hole, like almost 10 grand. Yeah. There goes your commission. Yeah. It's <laughs> awful. Awful, awful. And when you're single, like myself, yeah, you're running a whole household on one income. Yeah. So it's a lot. Yeah. And then the other thing, too, is, and I know like a lot of realtors probably don't like this, but realtors are not realtors. Commissions are negotiable. There is no flat standard. We have something that we like base off of here that we'll say is like the going rate that like most realtors will ask for. Yeah. But everything is negotiable. Right. But even though it's negotiable, it doesn't mean that you get the full service then. It's like, yeah, well, we'll negotiate the commission, but then that means that you don't get this or that means you don't get Well, I know that's the thing. Like, what do you want me to pull out? Yeah. What do you not want me to do when I reduce my commission? Yeah. How do I reduce then the amount of work? Because i still doing the same amount of work. So 100%. what do you want me to pull out? Well, and then the other thing on top of that. So when you are listing a house, typically you pay for both your agent who's yep. listing your house as well as the buyer's agent's commission. Yeah, That's just the way it is here. So whenever you get these companies like 
purple bricks or whatever that yep. say no commission, you end up paying someone's commission. If you end. want your house to sell yeah. and you want it, and you want realtors yeah, yes. to, to look at it. Yeah. Exactly. And the reasoning why for that too is that for the buyer's agent, is that like these buyers are already paying a substantial down payment. Like they don't have cash on hand to pay their realtor. So this is just the structure that's worked out, which honestly, it works out really great. And I do understand that like I, we have had some clients this year who have short or short, wow, who have brought down the buyer's commission. And unfortunately that sometimes does affect the sale. Absolutely. I have a client who, we were looking at a listing and this is one of my clients worked with for many years and they weren't offering my full commission. And she told me, cause she knows like the amount, like I show her houses on a regular basis for the last five years. And she has bought and sold about three houses with me and it's worth every dollar. But she told me, she's like, well, if they won't give you your full commission, we're not doing the deal. Cause she's like, I know how hard you work. Yeah. And, and you've put the hours in over the years. And she let the deal fall apart because they were refusing. Wow. And she like, she could have paid me out of pocket. Yeah, yeah. And like, to be honest, I wouldn't have let the deal, like they were, they were offering something and I'm just not someone who stands in the way of my, my clients getting a house. But it was her. She's like, no. Yeah. Like, why are these? But she saw your value. She saw my value. Yeah. Because we spent hours and hours, like hundreds of hours together in a year. And that was like the, like the best feeling to know that one of your clients is like willing to walk away from a house because they're like looking yeah. out for you but a lot of people don't see that but also you can like buy a house like you can have a buyer look at the first house and purchase it but yeah like not many hours go into it but then you have a client that you've been like working with for oh yeah over two years going on three and how many hours do you think you've i've i've shown hundreds of homes and acreages yeah and yeah but he also said no matter what, you will get paid. You will get compensated for the full amount. I mean, because we were looking at some that, you know, they hear from a neighbor or a friend of a friend, this house is coming on the market. So it's not on the market yet, right? Yeah. And if we get a hold of them, because we have our ways, so we get a hold of them and, you know, then there's a commission that you're dealing with here. Yeah. He always said, no matter what, I will pay your commission. Yeah. You will get paid. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And once again, if you have an agent you're working with and you don't think that they deserve their commission, then you need to have a serious conversation. Absolutely. If they're not doing their job. Yeah. Because you should be taking care of. I'm not saying real estate agents are replaceable, but we have like over 4,000, isn't it? In the Edmonton that, area yeah. or Edmonton system. And it's like, there's a good one out there and you hire us. Absolutely. You hire us to do a good job. Yeah. And I can tell you my bread and butter clients are the ones that have been with a shitty real estate agent that yep. came over to me. Yeah. That is my bread and butter because yep. they're like, oh my God, you're so amazing. I'm like, I'm not changing anything what I did. Like I am treating you exactly as I treated like my family member who bought exactly as I treated my yes. last client. Like it's just, this is how it should be. It's I've had clients come to me and they've had shitty experiences too. Yeah. And they were looking at lower priced homes. And I think some agents, they don't like that, right? If yeah. you're looking at a $200,000 home, right? Because yeah. uh, it's not a big enough commission for them, right? And yeah. that it to me, it doesn't matter if you're looking at that 200000 or you're looking at that million, you're still the same person. I mean, sometimes person. you do have to consider the location, though. Oh, yeah. You and I have <laughs> had to turn down a couple of clients because it was like they were had a $200,000 budget and they were looking two hours away. So like, oh, no, I've done that before, too. Right. Yeah. 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 It's awkward. But yeah, yeah it does make a difference. Like if it's in our location and it's a low commission, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I was going to mention something else in regards to that. Oh, I'm drawing a brain fart of what I was going to say. It was juicy, though. I feel. <laughs> it was juicy. It was juicy. It was juicy. <laughs> It'll come to you. It'll come back to me, I think. Hopefully. Yeah. Who knows? But I don't know. Either way, it's, yeah, there's, there's lots of ways to work with agents out there and for it to be beneficial for you. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is what I was going to say. So this is just on experience. So I have had, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, I've had a number of clients over the past couple of years who have done private sales. And like I've worked, like represented them in some, but if we're like in the beginning stages of our relationship and they, like I've had it where a private sale came up and the other end didn't want to have an agent involved whatsoever. Okay. And if I had only shown them a house or not even showed them houses, I give my clients an option. I tell them my value and like it's their decision. But I also have had clients that I've sold their house that they previously bought privately. And oh, dear God, <laughs> every single client that I had that bought a house privately and was like, I am getting such a great deal, such a great deal. I'm so excited. <laughs> and they have gone and lost money out of their butt. Yeah. Because they didn't have an agent representing them first thing. So unfortunately, I had a client this year and like it was a beautiful house. And they had, like, my clients did have views to be there for the forever, but life happens and they oh, yeah. to sell and they lost so much money on it and they thought they got such a good deal. And it was just, it's so sad to be the one to have to, like, break that to them too, right? Saying, yeah. like, oh, unfortunately, you didn't. You didn't get a good deal. Yeah. And then the year prior, I actually had one of my clients, one of my good clients, he had bought in private sale probably over a decade ago or not quite a decade. And... He just wasn't aware of what to ask for. And it was a suited basement. And he bought it with them telling him that it was a legal suite and everything like that. And it was a private sale. And I went around and ended up selling it for him. And he had also signed off saying it was a legal basement suite and everything. And in the process, we had a deal. Someone came in, wrote an offer, wanted proof of permit. We ended up finding out it wasn't a legal basement suite. Oh, no. So he paid it. So he overpaid. And... Like to cherry on top, it's not zoned to be a legal basement suite. So he can't ever make it a legal basement suite now. So now he has to sell for lower. Yeah. Yeah. Which like which is why you hire us. So exactly, you know exactly why you hire. Yeah. yeah. There's scary things that can happen out there, but like on the selling end, on the buying end, like just interview agents. You have to feel comfortable in all aspects. I agree. You have to be able to trust them completely with what they are saying and how they're representing you mm -hmm. and knowing that they're doing the best job that they can for you. Totally, totally. Well, I feel like this is also a good transition because Louise, Justin and I have, we've all been in, well, sorry, not Justin. Justin's been in the industry for two years now, but Louise and I got in within a year of each other. And one thing that we've talked about, like you interview with brokerages and stuff, but they kind of just throw you in and it's like sink or swim. Absolutely. Here, they don't really teach you that even in the courses that you take. No. What you need to know. I've never been taught so from the very, very beginning how to even go over a contract. They never taught you that in the course. No. So there's so much that you we had to learn on our own, mm -hmm. right? Right from the it's start. A huge failure rate for agents <laughs> in the first two years. Like a massive It is though. Rate. Don't, I don't even know what the statistics are, but I know that it's, at least half, if not more, for sure, never make it past year one or two. 100%. Yeah. Not even a question. 
Yeah. But like Louise, Justin, and I aligned because we had the same values. We were there, when it came to dealing with clients, our business, everything like that. And we all wish that we had had the structure and the mentorship to have been taught all of these things seven years ago. Right from the start. Yeah. Right from the start. So when you're setting up your business, you know exactly how to set it up. Exactly. You know exactly, you feel confident. Mm -hmm. You don't feel that feeling of, oh my gosh, I'm just sailing through here, right? 100%. Yes. I think that's very, very important. We never had that. Mm -hmm. So we are launching our mentorship program. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Cheers! And we're so excited. It's something that has been in the making. We've been talking about it for a couple of years now. Yeah. And it's finally happening. So we are just getting all of the groundwork laid out, kind of structuring it. So that'll be coming out soon in the new year. Yeah. So we're going to have it so that if you guys want to sign up, we can be a direct mentor for you. Yep. And then we're also going to put together a program. So if you aren't with our brokerage or anything like that, you can sign up for our mentorship program and have our guide and templates and everything like that for a cost. Yeah. And then follow through. And then if you want to book some calls with us too, we'll have another package for that. And yeah, we just to learn it all from scratch and set your foundation. That's the most important part. Mm -hmm. There's, do you remember that? book I got you to read whenever we first started working together, The Happiness Adventure. Yes. Still one of my favorite books. So good. And then the second book is called The Big Potential. I never did read that one. Oh, you need to read that one before we started mentorship. So this is like something like the mentorship program is something I've been dreaming about. Like literally this is this has been actually my like structure plan. I had at five years, Justin was going to get into real estate with me, which actually ended up happening. And then at seven years, we would like do the mentorship. Yeah, exactly. And the big potential book talks about how like we'll use the Oilers, for instance, like Connor McDavid is incredible on his like is an incredible player. But if you put Connor McDavid on a line of subpar athletes, Mm -hmm. he's not going to be as incredible as he is. You have to surround him with the incredible people. Right. And that just talks about business is that you can't be afraid to share your potential and your success with the people around you. Because once you share it with the people around you, it makes you more successful. Yes. Because yes. you are now surrounding yourself and your life and your business and everything with successful people. That's how they say you hang around with people who are successful, yes. you become one of them. You hang around with people that are not, Yeah. you usually become like them. So that is the type of people we are looking yes. for. So we cannot wait. We'll talk more about it, yes, even more in the year. And then as we get it completely solidified, but we'll, our goal is to be launching it hopefully February, March. And we'll go from there. That'll be exciting. Yes. Thank it you so be. much for tuning Thank in. Thank you. Have a great day, you guys.